Welcome to another episode of the No Fucks Podcast. This is episode four and a half coming to you. Because I done fucked up episode four. And that shit's a banger. But y'all will never see it unless I got an audio professional that can fix that shit. So, here's to episode four and a half. (laughs) (laughs) R.I.P. Shinzo Abe. Gonna pour out a little Japanese whiskey for my man. That died to a... uh, Fucking homemade gun. Take that, little bitch. Got a nice little ice. And no guns. It's soft. I don't know. It just shows that if people need to want to kill somebody, they're going to figure out a way to do it, man. They're going to find a way to do it. I mean, hell, if you really wanted to do some high damage, you'd go to Ace Hardware or Home Depot and fucking make a pipe bomb. So mm. it doesn't take much. Hell. If if he really wanted to be OG about it, that motherfucker could have got a crossbow and hit that nigga through the neck. <laughs> nah, man, this is Japan, bro. If he's in Japan, he's got to do it the old style. You got to do a fucking samurai sword. Fucking he cut that motherfucker right now. He ain't running a bomb ball. But think how tough hit. that would have been. I don't know. He probably might have survived it all, so you trying you try to go out here for death. A, a fucking samurai sword? Like a katana? Yeah, taking what, a if con- chopped, what if he chopped? If he just chopped him in his left shoulder, that's not killing him. Well, not, <laughs> not if he's got so like, one that can cut through like a whole like three body sword or something. Yeah, fam, you no, <laughs> no. I don't know, man. Hater, no, no. hating on the Japanese uh, steel. Psh, you're wild. I'm not hating on Shaba. the steel. Shinzo, 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 not Chaba. I just don't think. Uh... The person wielding the sword uh, would have the experience necessary to cut through three people. Or the oh, time. God damn it, Jerry. With the like, time. You gotta think, you with gotta think Bull's time. gonna be running with a fucking katana at full speed, and you don't think Secret Service is gonna be like, oh, look at this neuter-ass nigga, and they're gonna fucking shoot him. <laughs> yeah, probably. So how close is he really gonna get with this katana? I'm not sure. So it's just not plausible. That's why projectiles are always superior. I wonder what like the motive was for, for killing him. It's what you do. It's what you do. Damn, I will tell you this though. Good thing Japanese make anime and sushi. Help that? Be a rap. It'd be a fucking rap. What happened? You good? You dying? No, hold on. I'm fucking with shit now. Oh man! Yeah, making sure that the in there we go, there we go. Now you're hearing me on the right thing. Had a little uh, technical difficulty, but we're good. We're good now. It's back to good. So <laughs> you know, just me fucking up these podcasts. We need a fucking audio guy. Eventually, though. Eventually, it's a learning curve. All right, don't hate on us. We will have video for Jay next week. So if y'all want to bully Jay yeah. getting off his goddamn couch or getting hey. off his bed because he feels hey. like he's a thousand years old because he was here when the <laughs> fucking he was made from the dust of when the planet was created. So my, I mean, I would say it's my <laughs> fault that I'm unhealthy, but it's not my fault. Yo, know, if my doctor would actually legit me legitimately try to diagnose me, then uh, I wouldn't be here. But the motherfucker gave. Uh, no effort. I was. I told him what was wrong, what the symptoms was, and he said, uh, "All right." Uh, he put the little stethoscope to my to my chest. He said, "Take a couple deep breaths." He's like, "You seem to be all right." I said, "All right, no problem, then, Doc." That was it. 
That was I your was whole physical, there. bro? Well, that was my whole, as far as, like, when I told him what was wrong and, like, what, what the problems was, and that that's how he figured to solve the solution, to solve the problem. Oh, let me see what's wrong <laughs> with your chest, I guess. Reason I, he said, yo, man, I'll be shivering on the floor, hyperventilating and fucking sweating my balls off, but, you know, yeah, that, that cold steel stethoscope to the chest is all to do the trick. Thanks, yeah. Doc. Hey, you should probably get another doctor. Nah, he's my lifelong doctor. I trust his word. That's why I say, fuck it. If he ain't worried, I ain't worried. Kind of like when I drank the lacquer thinner and that noodle-ass doctor at urgent care looked down my throat three days later and said, oh, you're not going to have cancer. You're good. And let me go. I said, all right, I'll just take your word for it. <laughs> you're the doctor. <laughs> I didn't know you could check to see if somebody was going to have cancer three days after going to come drinking lacquer thinner. But hey, you have the medical degree. I don't. So... What what if we could get you diagnosed or looked at by Doctor Drew? Would that would you would you do that? Oh, absolutely. Uh yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah all right, uh, we gonna send some an email tonight. I mean, I I kind of don't want the diagnoses because I not yet. Kind of wait for the things to get a little more severe to where they're like, holy shit, fam, it, it's a wrap for you. <laughs> like, <laughs> Uh, you know, and nobody be like, yo, you know, you got this stage one. We can stop it. I nah, don't tell me that. If you I keep messing around that. with these doctors that you got, then that's probably what's going to be happening. That's what I Keep going to these fucking doctors. That's what I want. Exactly what I want. I want that. I want that big surprise. I want that. Oh my god, I can't believe you're still kicking. Yeah, doc. Yeah, it's greatness. Pure greatness, right here. Yeah, Pure but then that's going to happen as soon as the pod takes off. Pod takes off. We get millions of views. Now Jay's going to the hole. Fam, yeah, of course. That's how my life works. So, <laughs> I mean, hey, it'll benefit you though. At least you'll sign that contract real quick, and then I'll croak. And at least you'll still get the bag. You know what I mean? I mean, I guess so. I guess hey. that's how that works. And then they're just like, ah, oh, well, well. I mean, since your since your co-host is dead now, I guess we just gotta act the whole pop. Just find somebody else, like they did on the Joe Button podcast. You just find some other niggas. Yeah, but Joe Budden podcast is the Joe Budden podcast, so that makes sense. I mean, that's that's not the crew. Like he they, they he doesn't uh, have co-hosts. Uh, it'd be no different if if you got a two do two new niggas for fresh and fit. Like the podcast is fresh and fit. It don't got to be them two corny niggas. It can be to any other corny nigga. Yeah, true that. I guess the podcast can always change, but yeah. I mean, besides like anything that's like named after you. So if it was named right. like the J J experience then it would be a little bit a little difficult but yeah they're good just find somebody else oh so for so it's funny right so i'm I'm out today i'm chilling with all these with all these different people and uh find the people uh just 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 the 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 liberal type you know (laughs) took some blue pill took some blue pill today Sitting there, and I'm telling about the pod and shit, and uh, I just start, I start crying, laughing, you know. <laughs> and they're like, "What's so funny?" And I was just about to tell them, and I realized I can't tell them yet, right? And well, I was you like, go, oh, boss, you go, boss, boots. Yeah, and I was like, "I'll tell," I, I, I told the girl Colleen, I was like, "I'll tell you later, right?" So on the way home, I told her, I was like, "I was like, yo, the chick Ashley, she a Jew, right?" She was like. Yeah, why? I was like, oh, all right, bet. So I was right. So <laughs> I, told her, I was laughing. Yo, that Jew shit, that Jew shit was fucking hilarious. That was legendary. 
Yeah, it was a good clip. Too bad nobody will ah. ever fucking see it. <laughs> that shit was fucking up. legendary, and like ah, that shit was funny. But yeah, so I was around. I was around a bunch of people that definitely wouldn't have found that funny. Well, funny enough, the girl Colony, she she thought it was funny. It was Does she funny. giggled at it. Yeah, she definitely yeah, did. Yeah, yeah. Like, Let's go. <laughs> we out here, baby. Comedy podcast. But nobody will ever see it. Oh, God. Unless we find an audio specialist. Oh. We need an audio specialist ASAP. But anyways. Yeah. But, uh, I'm, I'm around a kind of group of people, and um, I never uh, been around a group of niggas where you raise your hand to speak. Like, like everybody's talking, right? And then you want to throw something in edgewise? Like, niggas raising their hand. Like, we in school. like, And everybody be like, oh, yo. Oh, you have, for real? You have a hand up. Oh, for real. And then, and then the nigga would speak. Be like, oh, I didn't want to interrupt. Like, I was like, yo, what the fuck? Oh, my God, this is crazy. I do they apologize around. if they do interrupt you? No, they don't interrupt. That's the thing. They keep, they put their hand up. That's, that's that's the thing. They they don't open their mouth to even to give you the pot. It's just hand up, and then everybody yo like and it's crazy because like the first couple of times everybody just kept talking, especially me because I don't understand why your fucking hands in here. I th- I'm thinking you're just agreeing with something that somebody said or something like that. And then uh, the chick Ashley was like, "Oh shit, my fault." Uh, I forget the guy's name, but uh, I, I I I didn't see your hand up. Uh, what did, what did you want to say? And he was like, oh, sorry, I just didn't want to interrupt, you know, whatever, whatever. And then I was like, oh, that's weird. And uh, it just happened. That's the whole shit up. I've ever heard, bro. <laughs> oh, sorry, was, I, I seen your hand up. Did you did you want to say something? I ain't never been around something like that. I'm like, oh, this is different. And then, like, um. When they introduce it, themselves, do they, like, tell you their pronouns? Nah, 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 nah. They go, nah. my name is Sheila, they, them. Nah, 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 nah. I ain't doing none of that. Nah, 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 nah. That would be too... <laughs> I imagine if, if I'm around these people more and I I am around their friends more, then I'm probably definitely going to run people. But um, so far, it's that, that was the craziest experience. Um, fucking, what's it called? Uh, if you're talking about somebody... Don't talk about anything personal, um, and if you do, at least ask first. If so you what can the fuck talk do y'all talk about? Do you have to talk about like like world events, like or nothing that been like, hey, did you see the KFC has a new sandwich? No, like, like it, it thought. I mean, they they had a bunch of drama. They had they had some shit going on within their inner friend. Real met a real life Johnny Depp Amber Heard situation. I mean, this nigga is far from Johnny Depp. Uh, he is like. Uh, Oh boy, uh, who who the bull uh from Sesame Street the living in the trash can? Who that nigga? Oscar the Grouch. Yeah, he looked like Oscar the Grouch. <laughs> uh, just scruffy as fuck, dingy as shit. <laughs> right? So, uh, he looked like but, Oscar the Grouch. But we was talking, and they were trying to like beat around the bush because uh. The one kid was like, I don't want to talk about your personal information if you don't want to talk about it. And the one kid was like, nah, it's cool, it's whatever. Like, And uh, he was like, no, it's not fair to her because she's not here, whatever, whatever. Respect, respect her. And I was like, this is not. So I started not paying attention, but I'm like, start, but like, I'm kind of paying attention. So I'm picking up on what niggas is putting down. And she be beating this one nigga's ass, yo. This nigga's wife be beating him the fuck up. <laughs> Treating this nigga like a bitch. 
<laughs> and he just takes it and he just apologizes for it. He's like, Well the one time I did I did provoke her. I stepped over the I stepped over the line. I did say some things that uh shouldn't have said. So you know, those times when she put her hands on me, that was good. And you know, she's been good for like the past two weeks now. She's been a whole different person. So we're not gonna talk about the person that was in the past from like a month ago and like six months ago and a year ago because for this past two weeks she's been good and i'm just sitting here thinking i'm like yo this is just like johnny depp amber heard yeah <laughs> yo, he really she, do <laughs> she's definitely just gonna whoop his ass after he like doesn't wash the dishes correctly again like or like, do you think like that kind of relationship like she's the one that like grabs his legs and like rides the dick like amazonian style like there, there's no way that like he's on top ever, or hitting it from the back ever. She's on top, probably holding his legs out like he's a baby, fucking. Or, or she's just getting fucked by other guys. So, well, because I was watching fucking this other, I was watching this show earlier on uh, Netflix, this like sex dungeon show. Where, like, this lady, this, like, British lady goes into, like, meets up with these people and they want to make, like, a sex dungeon in their crib or, like, a room for them to to bone in. And, like, the fucking first episode is this couple where dude is a total cuck. Like, 100% a cuck. Like, they they go to, like, this, they they learn about, like, floggers, like, the the whip things. Okay, yeah. So then, like the chick, the 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 chick that like makes the the designs the spaces for them to put the shit in, like they take them to this like fucking building with no windows and shit, and they got these chicks, this chick that's wearing pasties, or like that you you know these two people that are in here, like work at one of those buildings with no fucking windows and has like a hole in the wall, and it's like, hey, is is someone sucking dick behind that pole? I'm the only one here, man. So. Like, and then they take wow. off, like, the one chick takes off her shirt. She's just got paste. She's got the fucking little cups on or the little pasty things on. And then she hops on the thing, and the dude starts whipping her, right? So then the fucking lady is like, yo, you want to try this? So then the one chick just, like, the one chick's like, yeah, 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 I'm down. So she hops on the little cross thing, whatever, hush, hush, holding it. And I'm I'm assuming that dude's just going to grab the whip. No, 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 no. Let's the other motherfucker do it. And he's like on the other side of the cross, like facing her. Right. And like he's just loving it. He's just enjoying the shit out of her. And then like then they ask him, like, yo, you wanna try? And he's just like, Yeah, I'll try. And he's just like baby, baby McBitch slipping that that shit. And like you, you just see see in his eyes that he's just total cunt. Total cunt. Like he like she asked him, she's like, Hey, do you like this? And he's like, I'm loving this. As she's getting like whipped by this other dude, and I'm just sitting there, I'm like, bro, this is wild. Y'all people are crazy out here. Like, yeah, just... that's nuts. That's wild. fucking nuts. That is that is fucking nuts. Yeah, he probably. Yeah, I mean, the type it is it, like uh, he 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 can't even have like conversations. Um, so like, like he's supposed to go to the beach with niggas for this girl's birthday next week, right? Oh yeah, yeah it's not happening. Not without him. Yeah, him so far he has her like, every twenty minutes. He hasn't, he hasn't told his wife yet, and um, his wife isn't really the biggest fan of. 
people. Uh, yeah, all people? To, well, no, <laughs> Any she's people to, that she's he talks to? She used to be part of the friend group, but then she started getting jealous and her fucking Amber-ism started fucking leaking through. So now there's beef. So now it's like, oh, all right. You, he still hangs out with people, but she doesn't. Because, you know, beef. Um, but uh, he was like, yeah, I haven't told her yet, but hey, if if a couple of you could come over one day next week and like bring up the topic while she's around like i feel a lot more comfortable uh talking so that way she's not uh as aggressive i'm like what fam you're easily six foot unless this bitch is eight feet just fucking <laughs> Dog, you better put this chick in her place what the fuck i don't understand Bro, he's don't definitely get getting it. pegged he's 100 percent getting pegged like I just, I, the thing, the thing that I don't understand is like, bro, is the pussy that bomb? Like, is it that crazy? Like, yeah, I don't I, know. I, 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 I want to see this chick. I'm, I'm super intrigued. Like, I need to see this chick. Bro, cause... she looks like a linebacker, bro. You, we're gonna have to fucking, we're gonna have to bring him on the pod and, and fucking set him straight. Set him like a new man and give him some liquid courage so he can go home and then go get his ass beat again. Bro, I don't yeah, understand. Like, that shit, like, even with Amber Heard, like, that shit was crazy, bro. Like, how are you going to not file for divorce after she takes a shit on your bed? Like, uh, granted, I know Johnny Depp had had mad properties and, like, he's probably got fucking, like, 40 beds that he probably owns. But, like, Bro, how bomb of pussy and or head or throat does that shit have to be for you to be cool with a bitch taking a shit on your bed? Well, she took the shit on the bed afterward, like at the end of the relationship. So, uh, to be fair, like he didn't, he didn't know. He didn't file for a divorce though. Like it's not like yeah, he was no. just like, oh, you gotta get the fuck out. Like, but that was like the. It was one of the uh, final straws. Yeah, know. it was like the uh, end of their relationship. So, oh, I want to say she filed. She did file the next day. I want to say after that. So it's like she shot on the bed and then she went to she went into Coachella and then filed for the the restraining order or something like that. Like right That's after. So crazy, bro. But Shitting yeah, on the bed, I, bro. Shitting on the bed. I definitely want to see this chick because she's even lied. Like, like I was literally getting Amber Heard flashbacks. Like, apparently, like one of the friends asked how long they've been engaged, and she had said six months, but that was a lie. <laughs> I don't know what how long it had really been, but they were like, "Yo, it's so weird that she would have lied about like how long you guys had been married." And he was like, "Yeah, that's weird. Like, I, I don't know. I can't can't justify that." And I'm like, "What? Wait, what?" This is, I gotta meet this chick. Gotta meet this chick. I mean, you think it's like one of those situations where it was like a mask off when like once the, they had the, 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 the ring and the I do on the paper. That's the only way I could assume that this would happen. Because if you're actively getting your ass whooped by some chick, like why would you give her a ring? The way it seemed, the way it sounded, and granted I was high and not feeling the greatest, so. Uh, the way it sounded was they dated prior. Um, they had a good falling out because of things were physical, and then they got back together. 
sh- very shortly after and then got engaged and then got married very quickly. Uh, so, yeah. So things got physical. They separated. She came, came back with the bomb throat or the bomb pussy or giving up the ass. Because this dude sounds like he wants to fuck some anal hole. Or to so he could feel like he's stroking a dick on the front side. Um, and I mean, then... it it very well could have been the other way around. Like she, just, no, yeah, it could have been the, the other way dick? around. No, no, what I'm saying is like what I'm like. He could have just been a simp and like oh like broke up with security. him. And then, like, he was just like, I just, I, I don't know anything about Bull first time, you know, so, like, but he could have been just been like, I can't get anything better. Like, she's the love of my life. Like, Johnny, like, there's no reason why Johnny should have stayed after she threw a bottle and cut off his finger, but he did. So, very well. well because they were married. But, but you, most people, that doesn't excuse anything. Most people would have then been like, I'm filing for a divorce. Or even the first time they got physical, um... I'm not dealing with this. Like there were signs where Amber was a fucking nut before they got engaged and before they got married. It didn't yeah, just so the start. pussy or throat had to be bombed. Had to be. It had to be like she was doing some shit that nobody else was doing. Or the financial loss was just so. not be not be fucking doable. Think about the type of people that these were. Johnny Depp is a depressed drug addict. Sad. What, he doesn't. Amber could have been given out the most basic of sex. Like I don't know because were, like you could get it from anywhere. Like I don't think Donnie Depp would have to try. That's the like that's I'm the sure thing. poor people would probably be hitting up his DMs like yo. That's the thing. Trying to, that's, get that. trying to suck that's that the thing. thing. That's that's the thing. And he wasn't doing that. He was out there with toxic beat me the fuck up, treat me like shit, call me, whatever. Like, when you hear the way they talk to each other, it was very toxic, but also was very loving. He loved her. He was in love with her. So, I don't think the sex was, he was just infatuated. He was like, oh my gosh, you heard him in the beginning. She loved all the poetry that I love. She loved all the music. It was crazy. All the th- We has had so much in common. That was before it didn't mention anything about sex. Yo, she was just a great compatible person that he fell in love with. And he was like, alright, she's a little crazy. I'm a little crazy. Both drug addicts, we've both been in abusive childhood relationships. We can bond on that. And, uh, yeah. I don't know. And this bull, I don't, I don't know his background, but I told you what the nigga looked like. So I assume he got, he got some type of depression and Low self-esteem and type Takes of shit going right on. right into the mental illness, bro. Takes us right into the mental illness. I mean, yeah, with a drug I mean, addict and shit, like, that's different. Because, like, you're, you're not worried really about your relationship at all. You're, like, you're pretty much just worried about drugs. So, and, like, from the way it sounds, like, it sounds like he was just trying to hide drugs. Him doing drugs from Amber. Maybe. Possibly. I don't fucking know. Like, I don't, nah, that like, was very open about doing drugs with each other. Well, yeah, because they were both doing drugs, and he was doing drugs with her, her sister. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't. I don't understand how you could be like that rich and put up with that shit, especially at the age. Like, the rich, money doesn't matter. No, but it, the age like he does. Would, he would have put up that. He, he would have put up with that if he was living in a trailer park and they were both poor. That's just the type of person he is. 
Yeah, he's a very giving and nice person. So, right. I don't know. And he went through a bunch of trauma as a as a young bull, and he's just a a, a softy now. Like, I don't know. Shout out to Jay Depp. They always say, the uh, time, "Bro, we're here for you." Shout out awesome. To on the weirdest thing Justice that I never, I never really liked, but they always say most men marry their mother. Well, his mother was a cunt. Amber was a cunt. It makes perfect sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I never really thought about that part. So, I always just looked at it like I never. I don't know. I never really heard that either. I've always seen oh. like if you like if you want to if you're gonna date a chick, always look at her mom because that's what she's. Well, yeah. There's into. that. Yeah. There's that. But I. I, I don't know. I always heard most men marry them, marry their mother because that's the first woman that most boys fall in love with on a weird thing because that's the first female they usually are seeing. That's the other four or whatever. That's wild. That's super weird. That, you just took it to a weird place. No, that's that's what they say, and that makes sense. Like because they yeah, say it makes most sense, girls. But I don't want to think about that like that. Attention to it as a child, like you didn't. It wasn't even part of your like your thought process, like. You, as far as remember, you were just like, oh yeah, I was just, I just loved my mom for a lot. Like, you, well, you should always love your mom just because your mom right, was but the it was that brought they, you in the world and raised you. Like, in most usually chances. goes a phase in boys where it's like you love mom just a little bit, a little bit yeah, more than uh, you know, it's a, little, it's a bit weird. It's a bit weird. I mean, I yeah. get it. I guess I get it, yeah. but it's it's weird. <laughs> it is. It is super Definitely weird. Weird. Hundred percent weird. Hundred percent. Hold on, I'm gonna grab some more ice. Those ancestors come from. They uh, they come from that weird fucking belief. Fuck kids, but I don't know. I don't agree with none of that shit either. Oh, I had kids or kids fucking or no, I don't. I don't agree with with the incest. I don't agree. Yeah, I don't understand how that shit happens. I don't understand. I get how it happens. I feel like that's like. Do you, do you think that incest and shit is going to become like a normal part of society? Uh, yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Because there's a lot of porn that is. Yeah, I was just about to say that. Yeah, stepsister, stepdad, stepmom. Yeah. it's very like, weird. I mean, I guess if you're a teenager, like mm. that's what mm. you could. You see the crib, oh. I guess. I don't. I don't know. I mean, the stepmom thing is definitely weird, too, because, like, you'd be a child compared to that person, depending on the age group. I mean, I mean, if, you're, if your dad is, is banging some, like, if your dad's, like, a uber-wealthy fucking dude banging some 25-year-old and you're, like, 18, then I could see where that, that would align. I can't. I still Yeah, can't. I mean, yeah, it is Just definitely because- super wild. If you if you watch uh, one of them things where it's like step stepmom, it's like oh, oh don't worry, bro, I'll be watching because it's the only no, shit no, that you can find like, on Pornhub. It's it's like oh, your dad's away, or like oh, you're bigger than your dad. It's like I, well, you have just killed my heart on forever, lady. Yeah, thank yeah, that's you. Super wild. <laughs> Comparing me to my father. Know, yeah, I don't need my dad's <laughs> cock in my mind. As I'm about to yeah. fucking put myself in a fucking meat hole. I'm super good, so I don't understand that that lane of oh stepmom. Like, no, I don't want to be any around any hole that my dad has been around. I'm good, super good. Yeah, super, yeah I don't understand the whole fa- like that that lane and the whole 
asphyxiation with like, oh, she's stuck in the couch or under the bed or in the dryer. <laughs> like, <laughs> why? <laughs> what is the infatuation with uh, women being stuck in things? See, and it's weird because that and just it's kind of rapey. Yes, I was just about to say it. Yes, it is a little bit of sexual assaulty. No, no, it's it's past sexual assault. We're in the rape territory. Well, yeah, it, it turns into rape. <laughs> well, I don't know. Sometimes, sometimes. What do you mean sometimes? It's not like, hey, do you consent to this? As you're stuck in the dryer and you can't stop this. This is this is rape. This is this is now going into rape. At that point, they're liking him. Like, I don't know. It's yeah. So, all the whole thing is weird. Hundred percent. I just, it's. I mean, Grant. I don't it's know. Just if the, weird from from a from a realism standpoint. It's like to me, it's like watching wrestling. It's like I know this isn't real. I know that this grown woman or this little girl isn't stuck in a washing machine. I know what a washing machine and a dryer. I know the size of it. Not stuck. Sorry. This isn't doing it for me. Like, y'all could have just started fucking. <laughs> this little corny fucking stuck under a couch or I lost my ring, my hand stuck in the sink. What are we doing here? What, I've always found real? it super wild that they had to make a story to begin with. Like, um, like why does there need to be an arc? Like, I, I saw something. I want to say, I want to say it was. Somebody was live streaming about about it, uh, not specifically about porn, but like uh, like the topic it came up, and I want to say it was something about regulation. They said it was something about regulations back when porn was a thing, like first becoming a thing. Like it was just fucking, and then something happened, and they were like, "Oh well, now you have to add a story to it." Um, I want to say it's something because of art. Or there, there was something that was passed or something. I don't know. But like a law? Yeah. I don't really remember because I, like I said it was a live stream. and I went, Yeah, it was definitely a Ricada live stream. And I want to say yeah, it was in the Ricada morning. Yeah, when I was going to work. Watches Roe v. Uh, Wade video. Bad law. He, uh, <laughs> he was talking about the origins. Because he was talking about the stories and the stepmom shit and how He's just all fully against porn in general, but uh, he was just like, yeah, like the reason they're all just is a story because I want to say they're about to outlaw. Be outlaw the story or outlaw porn? Outlaw porn because it wasn't considered art or wasn't considered film or something like that, and it had to, they had to ha they had to put a a story or little something in before the fucking to make it considered. Right, and, that. Make it consider to fall into this certain category of like art or something. So I, I don't. Well, fucking we, I'll make a goddamn fucking. Uh, which one of those things do people sign? An NDA, non-disclosure. No, not a not, not a non-disclosure. I don't know. That's usually what no, they the fuck, sign. Petition, petition. I'll make oh, a petition <laughs> to save porn. The fuck? How are you gonna save porn? Yeah, bro. How are you gonna take a job from Adrian and Chechik? The fuck? What do you mean? What? Who, no, they're not taking the porn. They gave her the job. They gave. They made her. Made. They made her. What do you mean? I know. That's what I'm saying. So if you're going to create some sort of law that takes away porn, 
Then like no, that's wild. They, or are you just talking about reversing? Oh, they wow. were going to, and that's what made them have to put storylines into porn. Shout out to porn stars. You remember back in the day, dicks. you would just fucking have the two people walk in, you'd have the corny meat, and they just get the fucking. Did you ever see like nineties, like nineties porn? Like, did you ever have one of those like little boxes that like had like the the wild screen, like the channel where like if you flip to it real quickly, you could see like half a titty. And if you like moved an antenna around, you could get to the channel. It was uh the I think it was the Spice Channel. Yeah, you had the Spice, John. You also had like the Cinemaxes and shit. Uh, for something in the four hundreds. But yeah, it was uh. Did you ever have one of those boxes there? The like the box that like would give you those fucking stolen fucking no like, premium no, channel. No. no, you never. No, had one well, we would just. Well, I would just turn to the channel that it is, and I would just like sometimes that shit would come in a little clear, and then other times it would just be fuzzy as shit. You might get a line here, you might get a line there, you might get you a little half a screen titty here. over there. You get some yeah. hairy bush over there. <laughs> fucking get a pube over here, a dick and the ball over there. Times. Those are the days now. Kids got right, fun. yeah, my pops had one of them fucking things. Like, and like that's that, that was like probably my like first introduction to porn. Because like I would be, yeah. I would go. I I didn't have a TV in my room, and they had a TV in their room, and they had a little mm. box. So like I'd go in there and watch like my Power Rangers or whatever the fuck I was watching in the morning. I'd be flipping through the channels and then bow chick bow wow bull fucking bull with a mustache and a fucking mullet fucking this chick with a full on bush in the woods. I was like, whoa, what is this? About to go to third grade with a chub. <laughs> that shit was mad wild. Like all those videos were mad wild. They always had like the background music, and like, like I wonder, I wonder where all any of those videos are nowadays. Like I wonder if anyone's transferred like any of that like Spice TV, fucking shit. Like those, like any of those channels and like any of those porn videos to the internet. Who wants to watch that? Uh, nobody because it's poor film quality and like nobody wants to see I don't know actually come to think of it I don't know if there's a lane for chicks with full bushes I'm sure there is but like just through my search results or my algorithm I guess with Pornhub it's definitely another full bush so Tim's a full bush man Tim's a bush man yeah, I'm not full, but I, I don't mind a little bit of hair. A little bit of hair is not bad. Like if you like, yeah. you tidy it up. It's got to be tidy. Yeah, like, yeah, uh, that's it. Yeah, you it's got to be well kept, like a fade or something. Like something yeah. like that. You got to have like the landing strip with a little triangle or make it pizzazz, maybe a lightning bolt or something crazy. That, just don't have the whole fucking hairy shit. Yeah, that's yeah, it. Around it. That's it. Because it's not comfortable. Not comfortable. Well, I mean, you could argue it's a little cushion. Cushion for the pushing, you know? No. No, it's not. You've, you ever you ever have sex, sex with a chick with a fucking bull bush? No. <laughs> oh, it's, it's uncomfortable. Yeah, it's probably terrible. It's probably like steel wool rubbing together. Yes, it is yeah. not comfortable. Because the hair is getting inside the puss. It's, oh, it's so uncomfortable. Yeah. Also, it stings. Yeah, yeah. I could not imagine eating a bitch with a full bush. Yeah, that's not fun. Fucking picking teeth, picking hairs at your teeth and shit. 
You're just fucking. Oh my god, it's no, 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 no. Keep them high and tight, lady. Keep them high and tight. No, Gosh. <laughs> Keep them so high and tight. <laughs> oh man, would yeah, you ever man. get your? Would you ever get your shit waxed? Super good on that. You're good on getting your pubes waxed. Yeah, super good on that. Why? Super. Why not? Uh, a don't see a point, and B, um, I don't, I don't, I don't see the point. So, well, I mean, you're, yeah. taking, you're, you're taking the hair off, and it doesn't have to; it won't grow back as quickly. I don't, I don't have a problem with with fucking upshaving the hair. Yeah, it's not a problem. But I mean, but, but, well, hold, wait, wait, hold on, hold on uh, here, bud. What this will save you time. Yeah, I was gonna. I was literally just about to say, out of all of the things that inconvenience me out of my life, I don't. I don't take this as shaving your balls isn't one of them. Yeah, no, it doesn't bother me at all. Just so, do you go razor? Or do you go? Uh, do you do you go uh, like electric razor? Or do you go Bic electric or razor. electric razor? Electric razor, and you just trim it up. Yeah, right. That is the worst feeling in the world when you nick yourself. Yeah, that's nick why I don't use Bic. Well, no, like a big razor, you wouldn't, you wouldn't, I actually, I find that you can get a better, like you can get a better shave to your nuts with a, with an actual razor than you can with the, I don't like it. I don't trust it. Nope. Uh, Yeah, I agree. I fully, uh, maybe I don't agree. Yeah, I probably don't agree. Uh, but I, yeah, no, no, I don't agree. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, I, I I can fully attest to it that like, cause if like the way that you gotta do it is you gotta put your ball like you gotta move your balls around so that way you can make it where the area that you want to go you gotta fucking you put a testicle yeah. there so that yeah, way I, can, I, that way the skin stretched out so that way you're not getting yeah. no pulling action. Yeah, that's that's what, that's what I use so. with the, with the electric shaver. It's just with the electric shaver, I have never uh. You got that lawnmower? Ball. You got that Manscaped lawnmower four point bro? Nah, I'm not. This is not that. an ad read. Manscaped sponsors. Not buying that uh, nonsense. <laughs> but I know with a big razor, I've definitely cut myself, and I don't like that shit. Really, so, you sh- you cut your ball? I've never cut myself shaving. Yeah. No, I mean, granted, I, it looks. If you're looking at the video right now, it looks like I've never shaved. But well, I shaved my head. So, and they'll ah no no, I have a scar on the back of my head. They can attest to uh. Cutting myself with a razor blade, but uh, that's okay. due to different reasons. Because cutting my hair in prison was a uh, a lot different. I wonder if we should we talk about like, or should I explain maybe my time in prison as content? I guess. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean it was a wild time. Yeah. Like I actually like the circumstances of what you think about like of like how it unfolds is actually pretty wild. Like it was probably one of the wildest com- comedic rides like I've ever been through. So it all it all start, starts back in 2012 here. So back in 2012, I got caught up for p- driving around with a little bit of weed. Well, actually, I was going to go pick up a guy. Who and give him a ride home from a guy who fronted me weed from uh, the day that day that day I was I was selling weed at the time and uh, I was going to go pay him back for the the ounce that he fronted me that day 
but I'd already got an ounce fronted to me from somebody else at the time too. So I had two ounces that I was fronted and I had them bagged up and scaled up and everything. I wasn't doing this at my own house. So I had all the shit in my car. So I went to go give him a drive home. Oh, indigestion. Oh, Japanese whiskey does give me indigestion. I don't know. Maybe it is something in their Japanese water. Certain one. Could be the radiation. Could be the radiation in their water. Could be. But anyways. So I went to go pick up this dude. I missed the turn of what the street was. So, and then the next street that I could have turned down, the police station was right there. So I was like, not going to turn down that street. So then I go up to the next street and then find out it's a one-way, like, it's a it's a bunch of one-way streets. So I go up through the one-ways, turn, come back around, come down to the light, go down to where I'm going to pick this guy up. Guy comes out of the police station, sees that I made, went down these one-ways or seen that I went through this area, which... Speaking of which, I don't under, really understand how this guy could have known where I went. But, like, at the time, I had the wrong bulbs in the uh, in the wrong, like, places of my, my tail lights at the time. So it always looked like I had my reverse lights on because I had, like, new tail lights that I'd put in because I was into car modification. Or, so, and I didn't have time to... I didn't change them yet. So, I was like, I... I knew why a cop would be pulling me over at the middle of the night. So a cop pulls me over and then the guy's like, I'm like, yo, is this because I have my taillights in? Like, I understand that like I'm supposed to have amber bulbs in there, but I just haven't had time to go to AutoZone to get the new bulbs. And he's just like, no, 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 I'm not pulling you over for the bulbs. Um, do, do you have any drugs, drugs or alcohol in the car? And then speaking of which, I don't ever know if I grabbed that bottle of Jack Honey. Because there was a bottle of Jack Honey that was in the trunk. But that was open. But yeah, I'm just like, yeah, yeah. had some drugs in the car. Uh, well, actually, at the first, I'm like, nah. But hey, what never... you say, yeah, I got drugs in the car. No, I, well, I, I originally it. said no. Nah. And then he was just so. like, yo, if you got a little bit, like, I'm just going to give it, you, you'll be cool. And then I was just like, well, you're going to find it regardless because you're going to search my car. So I was just like, eventually I was just like, yeah, yeah, some Wait, drugs. Why was they going to search your car? Because I don't know. I'm a fucking young white kid. And eventually, no, anytime I got pulled over, bro, when I was young, anytime I got pulled over, bro, yo, we're searching the vehicle. We're either impounding or we're searching the vehicle right here. Every single time, bro. Yeah, was your car smelling like mud? No, because I didn't smoke in it. Like, so granted, they might have. For them to search you. I don't know. I was young. I was probably I was high at the time, most likely, because I was mm-hmm. definitely selling weed and smoking the fuck out of it. Maybe that's what, it, dude. Maybe that's what. Maybe you looked it, high. Yeah, I probably looked high. Probably bloodshot eyes. I mean, granted, yeah. it was late at night though, but yeah, probably um, was. Some probable cause. He was a DEA agent. I I, I don't ah, so even actually actually I don't even know if this is true. So he supposedly worked for the DEA task force. So, mm-hmm. but like this rule was also a cop for trainer. So 
Don't know if that actually holds up, but you, he told me, and my young dumb ass was like, whoo, whoo, I don't know what to do. So, and then I was like, yeah, there's a little bit of weed in the, in the, uh, in the, the pet, not in the pet, uh, the fucking glo the glove box. So, there's a little bit of weed in the glove box, but uh, then I also forgot that uh, I had a scale in there with it. So, bull fucking then looks in the drop, like into the uh, glove box, finds a fucking sandwich bag full of little dime bags that are then accompanied by a scale. And fucking, ugh, not a good time. Then he takes me down to Chester. He impounds my car, takes me to Chester, books me up. Uh, I spend the night in jail there. I uh, get arraigned in the morning? Or they set my bail? I don't, I don't actually remember exactly what happened. Um, I think I saw, I don't remember if I went in front of a video judge or not. But uh, in the morning, I got picked up, went home. I think, uh, yeah, yeah, because I got picked up by my, my pops. So then, like, I had to, I don't even remember getting my car, actually, from impound. I don't remember if they impounded my car or not. I'm sure they did, because I'd spent at least, yeah. in my in my youth, I've definitely spent over, like, three grand getting my car out of impound. So, which which is wild, because the car definitely wasn't even worth three grand. Like I think I actually I actually sold that car to a junkyard with a blown motor to for fifty bucks. So Well anyways, then some time goes by, I'm waiting for the court date to come up and I get caught for popped for some other uh weed affiliated charges. I'm not really gonna go into them due to the fact that like of the nature of those those incidents, which is super wild. I actually I feel like I got set up on one of them. And uh, that turned out to be super shitty. But then I went to court, and then I didn't have like I didn't have money at the time, so I just took a public defender. And then like they, they couldn't have a public defender because of a conflict of interest somehow. So then I got a court appointed lawyer who was pretty much telling me that you should use your sovereign rights as a citizen. The, the defense of sovereignty that the laws don't apply to me because I'm a sovereign citizen. Yeah. And like looking back at that, that is completely retarded and yeah. wild for a lawyer to be telling a fucking 20 year old client or eight, 19 year old client at the time. I, uh, I think it's the right, right move. You think it's the right move. Yeah. Why not? I mean, why? I mean, I guess why not? I mean, I, I don't know. This guy probably could have been pushing for a little bit harder on like, hey, this guy has 32 grams of marijuana bagged up. See, which is, if, if you fight for the sovereign citizen defense, then the sovereign citizen's defense is that you're your own oh, citizen geez. you don't go by the federal Sorry. state uh laws so by you having 32 grams it would be legal because you are a sovereign citizen and you don't rec recognize uh the united states federal laws yeah but the only the only way that this this defense was going to work was if i fired him 
Okay, deal. You're fired. See, Your Honor, I'm a sovereign citizen. I don't deal with none of this bullshit. <laughs> I mean, I guess maybe it possibly could have worked. But, like, at the time, I was just like, bro, I've been smoking weed a lot. I have no idea how the fuck to do this. I'm not going to go up there and be able to tell him, like, tell the judge, like, yeah, I'm a sovereign citizen. Like, think that if for the lawyer to tell you that, he probably looked at it from, like, a probability standpoint. Like, all right, this kid's guilty. Uh, he's, he's guilty. Yeah, but the problem is if I had a good that. lawyer, like, he probably would have been still been able to drop the charges down from a fucking felony, like, possession with intent to deliver to some sort of misdemeanor. So... Anyway, I mean, either way, like, I still could have taken the felony and then done six months, but, like, my dumbass that was like, mm, no, I'm not trying to go to jail. So then they offered me, like, this drug court system, so, which was a whole escapade of fuck shit. So, I, I signed up for this drug court system. They were like, yo, you can't be doing no drugs. You're going to have to go to AA meetings. NA meet or AA or NA meetings, you're gonna have to go to this IOP fucking drug and alcohol program three times a week for like two hours a day or some shit like that. And then, like, somehow I made it work with my schedule. Like, I ended up getting a job working at a retirement home, and like, somehow I made it work with my schedule. So, but, anyways, it kept getting fuck shit because they kept like, I'm not gonna lie. First, for a while, I started getting into, like, um, Percocets and shit like that. Because they only stayed in your system for two days. Fuck it. I can't smoke some weed. Because that shit's going to be in my system for 30 days. So, fuck it. I'm going to take this little pill. Get super itchy. And fucking nod out and shit. (laughs) And it's going to be out of my system in two days. So, then then the fucking, the first time they popped me for uh, a urine... They were like, yo, your your system came hot for per- Percocets. And I was just like, mm, I don't know. I was at a party. Maybe somebody slipped me some shit. And they were like, no. You were definitely hot on some Percocets. Or whatever. So then after that, I was just like, all right, well, they're going to catch me if I do be doing drugs. So I'm not just going to do any drugs. So then... Uh, then I, I continue doing the drug court. I'm going to AA meetings, which is a wild experience. I went to AA meetings, NA meetings, and SA meetings. And SA Fuck meetings, if you, yeah, if SA meetings, if you don't know what they are, they're sex anonymous meetings. Okay, that's and what I was thinking. They are dummy lit if you can find them. If you can find some sexual anonymous meetings, ooh, buddy. Ooh, buddy, them things are lit. There was this, there was this one. Like I only went to a couple of them, but before I ended up going to jail. But uh, there was this one, one meeting that I went to where this chick that like told her story, and like she had this wild thing that she liked about her. She liked when dudes would like throw rotten tomatoes at her. Like that's what got her off. When people would throw tomatoes at her. Fucking insane. <laughs> that is fucking insane. She couldn't blow a load unless she had someone throw tomatoes at her or squish like like fruit like at her or on her. 
bro, there's there's some there's some wild ass people out there, bro. But anyways. So I'm going to these meetings and then I get a phone call from one of my either my PO. It was like I never had like a normal PO system, like where like my PO that I start with is my PO that I end with. Every time I got like well, anytime like through this seven or eight year or actually like nine year period of time, like I got like moved from person to person to person. So like I had this chick PO for a while. She was dumb cool. She was super cool. Like she was the one who gave me like that was like, yo, you popped off for Percocets, just tell me how what happened and we'll put a strike against your shit, but like like you're pretty much cool. Like you just would you 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 getting demoted from your two days a week of IOP back to three days a week. So you gotta go back to three days a week. So I was like, all right, well I can make it work with my schedule, so fuck it. I'm down. So I made that work, get back bumped up to two days, and then she then either gets moved or she moves somewhere where she's no longer going to be my PO. So I get this new bull, this new bull who's trying to make a name for himself or like he's trying to be like by the book, like super GI, GI Joe kind of motherfucker. Hate those motherfuckers. I hated this dude, bro. Dude was a, he's a cuck. I don't know what his name was. I forget what his name was. Bull, I'm sure this dude is a is. Yeah, I'm sure this dude is out there getting get pegged. He's a pecker kind of guy. He 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 takes me as a pecker. But anyways, uh, so I get him, and then uh, we're we're cool for a while. Cool for a while. I'm doing my shit. I'm going to my meetings. Sign, getting my card signed or whatever. Fake it till you make it, though, bro. Like, I'm going to these meetings. Everybody's like, yo, like, I'm going. Actually, that shit was kind of lit, though, too, because, like, the people that were the, that were in those uh, AA, because I only went to AA meetings, because, like, the SA shit got too crazy, and the NA motherfuckers were wild. Like, you'd have motherfuckers nodding off in the... Of course you would, because they'd be dope Often, fiends. Yeah, you got dope fiends that are on some boxings and shit like that. Um, I actually did go to a meeting with my man Mike Jones, R.I.P. Mike Jones. He was really into the program. He was trying to, he was actually trying to make it out here. He was trying to do some shit. He ended up shooting up and dying, but, so. all right. I mean, you get a bad bag, bro. You you go back to it, you, you get a bad bag. You, it's, it's all not the for bags you with are that bad. Thing. All, yeah, any all, any bag that you're you're doing is is not a yeah. not a good bag. So, never fucking touch that stuff, bro. Yeah, That's always been that my thing. moral compass. I've been offered it. I hit up a dude, and I was like, "Yo, can you get like perks or opanas or and or a uh, fucking oxycode coat? I don't know, whatever ops were at the time." Uh, I hit him up, and he was like, "No, nah, I can't get them, but I can get heroin." I was like, "Nah, bro, I'm totally cool, bro." He's like, yeah, but it's mad cheap. I'm like, yeah, I'm so cool. Like, my mental confidence has always been like, I'm not going to do heroin, and I'm not going to do crack, and I'm not going to do meth. So, even though I bet yeah, you really that's what I cool. said. That's what uh, I said, and then I ended up doing the meth. But You did meth? Yeah, I told you that. No, when? I forget. Yeah. Back when I was working uh, up in Philly. Were I you did doing it with, roofing? Uh, 
<laughs> I was working. I was working at this shitty ass. Um, well, that was a pretty decent job. Shitty ass uh, display company up in uh, North Philly. My uh, my coworker uh, Craig. Craig. He would, uh, he, he would get it, and uh, and yeah. How long were the jobs? Were you like doing like twelve hour jobs, like to make like setting no, up these displays? Hours. No, no, we made the displays. We made them and shipped them. So it was about it was an eight hour day. Sometimes there was overtime when we would like have like big jobs and stuff, but it was eight hours. Seems super wild that you'd be doing meth to just be like get through eight hours. Oh like, no, 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 no. No, I was doing coke to get through the job. Uh but what happened was a couple times he was buying meth and then uh, eventually one day he was like, yo, y'all want to, y'all want to try this shit? And then, uh, my one friend was like, yeah, I'll try it, whatever. And then he did it. And then he was like, yo, it's not that bad. And I was like, well, it's not that bad. And he was like, it's not that bad. You want a little bit? And I was like, all right, I'll try a little bit. And then I did a little bit, but I, the little bit that I did, I didn't think it was enough. So the next time that it was around, I was like, yeah, give me a little bit more of that shit. Because uh, the first time, I don't think it sure did nothing. So then the second time I did, I was like, oh, okay, that definitely did something. <laughs> <laughs> Got you up seeing shadow people up for three days or super hype or what? It, it was it was just enough to make it feel like I had just did just good coke. Like as far as like the, the, the intensity of up, I wasn't like on the crazy, crazy like meth fucking high it was it was it was chill it was good i was like okay i was like yeah, this is what math is not bad only, only thing i didn't like is the fact that when it goes in your nose it's like lava it is the most oh, so you were sniffing burn. it you weren't smoking it yeah yeah i was sniffing it yeah i was i was doing lines of that little little bumps and uh that's it's it, that's the only reason i was like i'm never doing this again it is the worst feeling in my nostril ever and I've snorted sugar and pixie sticks and all, uh, wild shit. Any other pill. That is the most painful. So yeah, but it was a good time. It was cool. Last time was at a Sixers game. And that was for work. That was lit. You were at a Sixers game for work? Yeah, like they they uh they got us tickets. That's fire. Yeah, it was dope. That's super fire. Yeah, it was super dope. Yeah, I mean, like, I feel like, I mean, the craziest drug I've ever done was probably PCP, and I did that once. I did, I did it twice in my life, but I've always heard if you did it more than once, you're addicted to PCP. But I've never had the want to do Wiggles again. But <laughs> the name is so cool. I mean, Wiggles, bro, Wiggles. That's I've never a dope heard name. that name before. You never heard of the name Wiggles? No. Yeah, I don't, I'm not sure why I ever, well, like, why it got associated with Wiggles, but, um, anyways. That's so wild. I mean, that's so super wild. It's super crazy. You, it sounds like you did some shitty-ass mess, but, uh, anyways. You said, oh, you said what? Your your computer lagged. What You said what? It sounds like you did some shitty mess. Ah, I, I feel like I did just the right amount. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, at the same time, like, meth's supposed to be, like, like uh, uh, it's supposed to be a prolonged like cocaine high. Well, it was. I guess it was. It was. It was. It was a longer. But uh, 
like as far as like when people are like having like the 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 teeth grinding mess like i i didn't i didn't i didn't do anything i feel like that's like a situational like a person to person kind of thing because like people get that teeth grindy thing like like uh my girl gets a, the teeth grindy thing if she does like molly or something like that but mm. she grinds her teeth in her sleep too so i'm no. sure it's a predisposition kind of deal so i mean i've met some crazy ass meth heads which i guess we'll talk about later in the podcast because uh mm-hmm. it's more into my prison story yeah, so, okay. Where did I leave off in the story? I got caught up for the for the, the weed, and then I went to, I had a PO, I got switched from POs, and then right. I had a goody two-shoes, so uh, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to start from there. So he hits me up, or I'm, I'm going to IOP, I'm getting, I got dropped down to like one day a week. I think I'm in the program for like, a, it's a two-year program. You got to go to court once a week to talk to the judge or not really talk to the judge, but kind of like sit in the back or like have the judge like convey some shit to you. And like forever, it's fuck that guy. Yeah. Uh, Your honorable judge, Frank Hart. I I hope you're dead somewhere. Fuck you. You're a scumbag. Yeah, fuck you. Piece of shit. You're fucking piece of shit. Because I wasn't even doing shit at the time. Your daughter has an OnlyFans. I might have to look that up. Might have to look that up, bro. Oh, that would be fire. I knew this dude had an Audi TT, and I've always been looking for this old dude driving this Audi, so that way I could fucking crash into (laughs) it. But anyways. (laughs) But anyways, like, I I ended up getting, like, like, one day they call me up, and they're like, yo... Your uh, your urine came back, and you had because I've been doing piss tests like fucking weekly or every other week, and they 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 hit me up and they're like, yo, you like your your uh, piss came back hot, and I'm like, what the fuck are y'all talking about? I've I've been sober besides drinking, like for the past like six months, and they're like, but well, your urine came back for opiates, like and like the amount it came back was for like heroin. And I was like, well, you're out of your fucking mind if you're thinking that I'm doing heroin. They're like, well, I mean, if you're not going to tell us, we have to report it to your, your PO. So then he gets on my case and was like, yo, bro, you've been doing heroin? And I'm like, bro, I'm not doing heroin. But also at the same time, I'm selling fucking LSD to people. So, like, my phone is blowing up for fucking LSD and shit. Uh, later down the road, they, they end up fucking coming to my house to do a, uh, actually, I have no idea why they came to my house. Maybe they got tipped off by some shit or something. And I feel like it was super fucking wild. Like, like one morning I'd moved my, like I was sleeping in like the basement or something. And like, I woke up to like banging on the door and like bull comes to like knocking on like, like I ended up going upstairs I answered the door. I'm like, yo, what's up? P.O.'s at the door with a sheriff and shit. They want to search the crib. Search the crib. And they look through my phone and they see this dude like asking for tabs or some shit like that. Because I forgot to delete it or something. And uh, they're like, what, are you, what, what is this tab shit? And uh, like, I'm like, oh, I have no idea. Like, I'm just like, maybe I'm in the guitar, which I've never been in a guitar. He's talking about guitar tabs. And I'm like, why are you charging him $400 for a tab? 
or for tabs. And I was just like, I don't, I don't know, bro. Jimi Hendrix last guitar tab. Yeah, and then, then then they assume that I'm selling drugs, so then they arrest me based on that I'm selling drugs, like manslaughter drugs, uh, which they never found, which was super fire. Like I had a, I had half a sheet in a V for Vendetta book hidden behind a couch, or hidden in a couch at the time. I had a half a sheet of some like uh, some fire acid at the time, so. So then I go go to prison, like I go to to uh, George W. Hill, which is a whole experience. Like from the very start of George W. Hill, it was a wild experience. So like we're sitting on intake. It's been a bit. It's like the middle of June. I think I went to jail on like June twenty second. Um, and because like it was during like the Stanley Cup because I was really into hockey at the time. And, like, watching hockey, I was watching, like, uh, I was really big in the Kings. Into the Kings, uh, they, the L.A. Kings? Yeah, the L.A. Kings hockey LA team Kings. at the time. So This was, like, what, 2010? 2012. Wow. 2013. Yeah, say 2012. 2012 yeah. or 2013. That's when they, they were, were relevant. Yeah, that's when they were on their spree of winning a bunch. Yeah. Because the goalie, Jonathan Quick, at the time, was yep, a fucking yep. powerhouse, bro. He was that guy. He was that dude, bro. I was, a, I was like two seconds away from buying a Jonathan Quick jersey. Jesus Christ. Bro, he was the nastiest, bro. He was good. Yeah, no, he was good. So then I go to jail. And I'm sitting in, like, county and, like, from my experience through county, like, I'm sitting on intake for, like, over a week and a half. Yeah. I sat in those, like, initial, like, the intake cells for at least three days. Did you get a boat when you finally made it, make it to intake? Yeah. (laughs) When I I got input into the intake block, I got a boat in three cells with these three white guys. One dude... Was like uh he was a well off kind of guy, and uh, he actually owned a bunch of property in uh, Chester, and like he was trying to tell me he's like oh bro like when you get out like hit me up and we'll try and get some work getting like I'll employ you and like I I renovate and I demo and I fix Chester houses, and I was just like all right bro yeah yeah I'll hit you up and then like my next then like then I got classified and then I got put on a, a cell. Or put into a cell with, uh, I want to say it was like this, this, this real Jesus, like real Bible, Bible thumping black guy that was like real jacked. So hey. like, we were chilling, we were chilling for a while, and uh, reading some Bible and whatnot, and uh, then then I got actually then I finally got moved onto uh, my the actual block I was supposed to be on, and then my celly. Ended up being this kid that, like, I knew. Shout out to L, my brother L. And uh, he ended up being, like, one of my, like, he he wasn't my homie, but he was my homie through homies. Like, he knew everybody that I knew. Because we were going, like, before I got sent to jail, we were going to Philly parties and shit at this chick's house, uh, Jen. This chick Jen's house. And, like, bro, all of these parties were total shit shows. Like, they were the dumpiest of dumps. Like, 
Ew. <laughs> they were super gross. But, like, he knew the same people I did, and I was just like, yo, bro, like, how the fuck did we never meet? He's like, we probably were in the same building with each other. We just never crossed paths. And, yeah. uh, like, his okay. his hustle on the block was like, he was the laundry guy. Like, he would clean the laundry and shit, and he would get paid uh, through people. But we all knew the same people. And then, uh, then, then the African bull Kwame on the block came in at, like, one in the morning and was like, yo, you're not in the right cell. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about, bro? This is where they put me. Like, you see my name above the door? That's that where I'm at. And they were like, nah, bro, you're not supposed to be here. You're supposed to be downstairs. So I was like, all right. And then they moved me into this cell with this other bull. Uh, super weird, but he wasn't there for very long. Uh, he got moved off the block. Like, I want to say, like, the next day. So like, then I had to sell to myself. And I was like, this is cool. Popped yeah. out for my my trays. I was chilling. Popped up for my trays. Got watched my TV during the day. Playing uh crazy eights at nighttime. Bro, we would have the wildest crazy eight games, bro. You We'd playing be crazy rules. eights in your cell by yourself. No, I'm playing crazy eights out on the block with my homies. Oh, all right. There's my other homie, uh Reds. Reds, shout out to Reds. Find him out on SoundCloud or Instagram. Uh, he's he's a rapper. He's out here. He's fire. Nah, this is before spades. I had to get to state prison before I could get to, get to play in spades. That's crazy. That's all them niggas play out in county. Nah. Well, I, well I, I started playing spades once I got moved to the state block because that's where people were playing. But uh, actually, I think I, I don't actually even remember we were playing spades. I feel like we were playing gin rummy. Cause, uh, Definitely don't know how to play that. Yeah, I don't remember how to play any of that shit anymore. I mean, I could probably still play spades, but like I can't bid anymore. I, I don't remember how like what the That's bids are. That's crazy. It's like riding a bike. No, it's not because I was playing pinochles shit too. So I stopped playing spades after I learned how to play pinochle. Like, because that's how all that bike. shit was. I don't, I just don't remember. It's like I want to say I, I probably could. Like if I hopped on like if I downloaded on my phone a spades game, I could probably play it. But I always be underbidding. I steady be underbidding. Yeah, I usually underbid by one. Yeah, yeah. I I constantly over underbid. Like I probably buy like either one or two. So, but like if somebody bids like a zero, then like I usually be getting fucked up. So, I attack the person that's hitting zero unless they're. No, I'm with you there. Like, if someone's bidding zero, I know, like, why they're bidding zero. And, like, nah, we're stopping that. But there have been a few times where, like, at the beginning where, like, this bull bid zero and, like, my partner's like, bro, what are you doing? So, but anyways. But, yeah, we would have the wildest crazy games. We'd have, like, ten people at a table. Like, four decks of cards. We're on the table and we're all playing crazy eights. And uh, so I'm sitting in county. I've talked to a couple people about my case. And I'm here for like some drug cases and shit. And I've only been like, a, like I only had like, thir- I mean, I had 32 grams of individually bagged weed with some, uh, with, with uh, a scale and all that shit. So they're trying to hit me with the intent oh, to deliver. Yeah. Yep, that's intent to deliver, bud. Oh, yeah, it was. It was a hundred. That's a hundred percent on my record. I own that shit. So hopefully, fucking 
they made this shit federally legal and that shit gets wiped off my record. But probably not, knowing my luck. But so then I'm sitting on the block after a while. Um, I think I'm spending, I spend like probably four, four or five weeks on that block. I think it was unit two, two or six, one of those. But uh, then I get moved onto the state block because I'm going to go upstate because I, I got sentenced to uh, 22, 24 months to 72 months, whatever is seven years. So, and then I get this, this, this old black guy as a celly. Bull has a call, like a colonoscopy bag. So he's like kneeling on the toilet, dumping his fucking shit bag. Uh, Bull was dumb cool though. Like he was, uh, had two Panameras. He was selling scripts of, uh, of Percocets and uh, like other opiates and shit. Cause he had, uh, he had the colonoscopy bag. So he was getting scripts of fucking per of, uh, opiates so i'm chilling with him for a little bit we're smoking new ports smoking uh key like the 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 kite packs yeah he had the block on lock fucking selling selling shit uh we were making cheesies like every other fucking day making smoking that k2 shit no that story is later that story is a little later So, but, uh, yeah, I'm smoking with him. Um, Bull's dumb cool, bro. Like, bro, he ends up, like, he ends up getting a cell phone brought in, like a flip phone. So then he's like, yo, bro, I'm not getting service down here. You want to switch bunks? And this is, like, a 40- or 50-year-old black dude. I'm just like, yeah, yeah, bro. If you want this top bunk, you can have it, bro. So then we switch bunks. He's sitting up top. I'm down low. I'm chilling. I got the commie. He's got commie. And like, then like, you know, and we're smoking cigarettes in the fucking cell. Like, bro, shit's super lit. I'm waiting on my time for I can go upstate. He's ending up like, he's chilling. He's like, yo, bro, like, I know, I know you ain't trying to like be out there in the yard all the time. Like, you, you want me, you will, you want a TV in here? I'm like, yeah, sure. Like, I'm just like, nah, bro, you don't have to do that, any of that. But then he ends up getting the TV set in there. Nice. Put up a TV. I'm watching fucking Ellen and, oh, like, God. fucking some other dumb shit during the day. Because, like, you couldn't get you, you, you couldn't get shit for channels in these fucking cells. With these antennas, bro, I was watching The Price is Right and Ellen. And I don't even remember if I was getting Family Feud. But, I mean, I was only there for, like, three weeks. I was shown on this block playing paint, uh, playing gin rummy with a, a tattoo artist. Uh, another dude that was getting upset upstate because he violated parole. I don't remember his fucking name, but shout out to that guy. He was cool. Um, and then like watching people play basketball and shit out in the yard whenever they would let us out in the yard due to the fact that like the judges of the, the there was a judge that owned a house near to the prison and he didn't want to hear the inmates on the weekends. So the prison would like not let people out in the yard on weekends. That's weird. Yeah, it's super wild. But uh then one day me and him me and my homie uh the Sally with the colonoscopy bag are fucking blowing newts down in the fucking cell. 
But then, like, we just get done smoking a cigarette, fucking taking the water out of the toilet, smoking the shit down the toilet. And then, like, fucking, we flush the toilet. And then immediately, like, yo, we're, we're raiding the block. We're checking the block. So then the fucking CEOs all come down. Of course. Fucking, we're all outside the cell sitting on fucking tables and shit. And I'm just like, damn, bro. This is wild. Yeah, and because we definitely just got done blowing out a smoke a cig in the cell, so I'm just chilling. I'm not saying a word to nobody. I'm just chilling. I think I was playing cards with some some white bulls or whatever, and uh, fucking sweating bullets. Take you to your race, I like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, I had. To, I mean, prison's prison, bro. You got to stick with your your people. Yeah. So, but I mean, I was cool with everybody. I didn't. I didn't have a hard time with anybody. Like, in my whole time, my whole two years of being in jail, never had a hard time with anybody. Besides the COs. COs always got on my nerves. That's crazy. But, uh, yeah, then Bull comes into our cell, checks the cells. I'm sweating like crazy. It's like, damn, bro, this Bull's definitely going to book us. We're going, I'm going straight to solitary with my mans. I mean, so, but, I mean, I was in there blowing it down, so whatever. Yeah. But then the bull comes out. I was like, "Yo, bro, this place smells like straight smokes. You get either. You guys definitely need to kill on that shit." So, and then, then we ended up going back to something. Like, "Yo, what the fuck?" He's like, "Yeah, you got him on the payroll." I was like, "Oh my man!" So then you know exactly what we do. We roll up another one. We be smoking that shit right before dinner time. Jesus fucking Christ! <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ! That's fucking nuts. Bro, it was fucking dumb lit. And I didn't even know this bull had a colonoscopy bag until like late, like late in the fucking me chilling there. And then I was like, yo, he fucking stinks in here, bro. What are you doing? How come I never see you taking no shits? Why are you be watching niggas shit, yo? I'm not. But like at the same time, like, because like, like you usually be setting up the barrier of, of like, I understand. You got <laughs> the string and you be setting up the towel. Like this bull's just going up to the toilet and kneeling. And now the room just smells like dog shit, bro. Like what's going on here? So, but like I never, I never really confronted him on his colonoscopy bag. Because like I, I kind of, I figured. I was just like, oh, he's kneeling up to the joint and he's just emptying his bag into the joint. So would you would you want a colostomy bag? Would I ever want one? No. Yeah. Like, like if they're if they're like, yeah, you gotta have a bag or it's deaf. Like you. I'm taking deaf, bro. Oh, all right, bet. I yeah. enjoy taking shits. You just not enjoy. You just don't enjoy taking shit in people's throats. That's it. That's, that's I never said that I ne- I never said that I don't enjoy that. I just find it super wild that you're like that's that's your ish. Yeah, I just I just don't understand how it's not. <laughs> I, just, <laughs> I, I just don't understand how nobody wants to ex- to see experience that. I don't know. I mean, maybe it's the humanity in me that just doesn't want me to like clap like put my asshole on somebody's lips and know that they're eating my dookie, bro. Because I'd be taking some nasty-ass dookies. Yeah, I don't care about none of that. Yeah, I get it. No, that's wild to me. I'm just so, here to fucking fill your, fill your whole throat cavity with poop. That's so <laughs> gross. As, as quickly, <laughs> as forcibly as possible. <laughs> oh, bro, that's so nasty. 
So then, anyways, then I, then I get woken up at like three a.m. They're like, "Yeah, you're moving upstate." And so then, then I wake like I sit on a bus, handcuffed to some some motherfucker. I don't even remember. Actually, before that, they wake me up at three a.m. and move me to the block with all the people who are moving upstate, which is cue when I meet. The wildest old man I'd ever met in my life. This dude was easily in his 60s or like late 50s. Gray hair, looking like a whole bag of shit. Like skin flabby and all types of shit. But he was not down with the bullshit. My man was like, if he was, if you, if some shit was going on, he was a hundred percent calling out the bullshit, like had no filter, no matter where he was. So I was immediately was like, oh, nickname? this, how, how old was he? Yeah. He's a... He was in his sixties or oh, okay. late fifties. Yeah, that makes sense. Then. He was the wildest old man I've ever met in my life. So, like, he had been there. He, I feel like he was getting upset, uh, sent upstate due to the fact that he would, like, fight people. He would fight cellies or, like, people on the block. Like, he was out there to catch work. So, but he the also had, head. he had, he, he was an old head who had mental issues. Like, he wasn't uh, all there. Clearly. Yeah, clearly. He's out here fighting young bulls. He was, fitting. I don't know. I never, he was never on my block, so I have no idea who he was fighting or what he was fighting, but. Bull was in solitary. He got put in the hold. Mad times. Uh, he had no problem telling us his shit. Of uh, yeah, I, I came from the hole, and like uh, I fought a bunch of people on the block and all types of shit. So then I meet that old guy. So then we take the ride, handcuffed, shackled, all on this fucking four-hour bus ride, listening to bullshit, all the way up to this new prison. Which is at the time, Greaterford State Prison, which was which, a state of the art prison. Yeah, state of the art. Yep. This thing is like Shawshank Redemption, bro. <laughs> you have fucking concrete walls. Like as you're driving up to it, there's hundred and fifty foot concrete walls. I don't know if that's the exact like if that's exact measurements or how tall those actual walls are but the whole oh. prison is encompassed by giant cement walls and then as soon as you get off this bus to go into this prison there's a sign above the door that says life means life in pennsylvania yep Gee dicks fucko pretty much <laughs> and then you get put in this tiny ass triangle where i'm pretty much meeting all the other people who got sent upstate and we're fucking just kind of conversing. We're all just pretty much just chilling there, sitting, because we know now we're just going to sit here for a while. I think we sat there for like probably like four hours before they even started calling people in. Talking about life. Talking about stories. Um, I don't even remember. I don't I actually, I couldn't even put a face to any of those people that were in that triangle with me. They're not important um, people. Yeah, I mean, they weren't important to the story. Yeah, fuck them. So, and then we, we, we get put into another room, a uh, big square room. I think we get our sweaty bologna sandwich. 
Uh, then you get pulled into a room with a CEO, and the first question he's asked, where would you like your body sent? Yeah, you got to know. Gotta yeah, where, well, the the CEO's like, "Hey, if you die here, where would you like your where would you like your body sent?" Cuz like if you want you send it to this residence of like of like of an address, we'll send your your things to there. But uh if not, um you see that chimney? There's a little window. You see that uh chimney out there? Yeah, you're going to get burnt up there and you get sprinkled probably on the corn. So um, then they, then you go back to your little, the, the big cell where everybody's at, um, you get, you end up going to another room where another CEO watches you take a shower. He hands you, he hands you a Pepto-Bismol cup of soap, like a medicine cup of soap and says, wash yourself. Uh. You then take a shower where Bull is watching you the whole time. Fucking dick watcher. Um, you take that little quick shower. Pretty much at the time I had long hair. Which is super wild to think about. Because if you're watching me. I'm, I'm fucking bald now. Princeton bald is the reason I'm bald now. Um, I washed pretty much. I pretty much put the whole shit in my hair. Washed my face. Washed my beard. Because I had the beard at the time too. Uh, washed myself in the water. Um. Then, then we're sitting on the block waiting. I'm chilling there. All right. So then, then start walking through this uh, Shawshank Redemption style prison. Walking through, yeah. you see the okay. fucking, you see the 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 chow hall where the normal prisoners eat and shit like that. Then you see, you just see three football field long hallways which is the cell blocks. And then you got these jack diesel ass dudes out in these yards lifting these weights. Fucking they that's nothing what they, they they're lifers. They're there forever because of this prison is a lifer prison. Um only the pretty much the hardest of hardest prisoners have been there. Um you get put on the most block and like literally literally one or two football fields long. It's just sells nothing but you're walking down there with your little bullshit bag of toiletries and, and clothes. And you're putting a jumpsuit, this orange yellow jumpsuit. And uh, you're walking down the hall. Everybody's talking shit. Yo, fresh meat. Yo, fresh yep. meat. Yo, you're going to look real pretty in my cell. I can't wait to take them lips. So we're just walking down. And then you got to get your little index card. Get did you uh, did you make a shank when you when you first went in? No, no, no. I, didn't. I mean, I, I mean, uh, I, I, I'm I'm a pretty pretty big dude, so I figured like I could pretty much handle myself. I could probably throw hands at somebody. Like, yeah, a lot it's of these not about throwing that, hands. That it's about it's about when they pull out the shank because it's state prison and niggas are life. It's you know hands versus a shank. Kind of want a shank versus a shank. Yeah, I mean, at the time, like, I wasn't really thinking about that because, like, when you get put into state prison, you get, like, when you're in the jumpsuit, you're only on the block with other people in jumpsuits. You're not in the people that are, like, that's their home jail. Like, they're they're the lifers. You're not on the block with the lifers. 
So, like, they have a special football field full of cells, which is full of the people that are going to the next stop. So, got you. Okay. And, like, the first half of it is all the blue people. Like, the, the they're wearing blues. They have, like, a denim button up shirt. Now they got, uh, like, maternity jeans, pretty much. So, like, they're, that's the blues. Um, those are all repeat offenders or, um, uh, probation breakers, I guess. Just the retards. Yeah, the people that couldn't figure it out on the streets. Yeah. The people that want to go back to jail. So, yep. like, they're the first half of the block, which is a whole football field long of cells. This is a whole 200 yeah, a lot or of 400 people cells. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of, a lot of retardation in America. Yeah. Oh, 100%. 100%. <laughs> I did not meet a, like, I, I said I met some, probably some smart ones. But, like, I met a whole lot of dumbass people in prison. Yeah, they're all stupid. So yeah. then you walk to the middle of this fucking block, which is a, 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 a halfway, which is the CO's office. But then they hand you your little index card, which gives you your cell and your state number, your state ID number, which mine at the time was LR1892. But the bull handed me my card, said, yo, LR1892, that was a very good year. I was like, all right, bet. Let's go. And then I'm walking around. Like, then they take us down to our block. They're like, yo, just find your cell. So I'm Jesus walking Christ. around this fucking cell for like 20 minutes trying to figure out where the fuck this cell is. And then I walk, like, I fucking after like 20 minutes, 25 minutes of being probably like one of the last people on the block. Then it's like, they're like, the CEO is like, yo, like, bring your card and shit down here. Like, I'm walking up the cells. I'm like, yo, I'm supposed to be in here, but there's, like, four motherfuckers in that cell. So I'm like, I don't it's think it's supposed right. to be in this, bitch. Yeah. That'd <laughs> be rough. All fresh fish and, yo, you look, your face is looking real pretty. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was wild. It was definitely, like, a wild introduction to state prison. But then I get put into my cell where I'm actually supposed to be at. I get this chill old old white dude, um, fucking Jack, bro. Dude was fucking top heavy as a motherfucker. He'd been in there doing push ups or something like crazy for a while. He's uh, like, getting, he's making sure his cheeks don't get clapped. Probably. He was only in there for DUIs. Don't so, matter. I mean, yeah, hundred percent. Uh, he was initially the guy that got me into fitness and shit too. So, like, he was just like, yo, like. Immediately, of course, you sell when you walk in. Yo, let me check your paperwork. Let me see your papers. So I'm yep. just like, I'm here for weed, bro. Here, you can look at these fucking papers. So he looks at that and he's like, bro, you're here for weed? I'm like, yeah, bro, I got fucking shafted. And uh, he's just like, all right, bro. Like, well, if you got money coming in and uh, if you, if he was real, he was fucking super lookout. He was chill. Not like, like, foot. Fucking, he was just, like, giving me stuff to, like, take my cheeks later. But, like, Bull was, like, he was chill. He was just like, yo, if you can confirm you got money coming on your books, uh, I'll help you out. Help you out with some soups or some shit on the work. And, like, to be honest, I didn't make it. I didn't, like, eat any, like, soups or anything like that. I ate nothing but trays. And, uh, like, then I, I chill. I'm on the block for a little while. Um, we had this. Bro, they did not like Muslims on the block at all. 
It was every morning I got woken up by this one bull who was singing this call to prayer every morning, bro. He would be like, hello, Akbar. And like, then the CO would come on the block. This dude would just be yelling at like 5.30 in the morning, bro. Bull would be yelling, no call to prayer on the block. But Bull would just be steady, just, Allahu Akbar. (laughs) so outside fuck that bro he was trying to but at the same time i was like yo this is my fucking alarm clock leave him alone he's getting me up for morning trays so then like my son would be like we would get up we'd be chilling we'd go to fucking we would go to uh to morning for morning fucking to morning brunch i guess or uh morning morning call for trays we then we'd all have to line up outside of our cells they'd have to count us uh then everybody would walk down to the fucking yard or the uh the the food room which was a super wild situation like like if you didn't get finished you had to like train eat you had to learn to start eating quickly because if you didn't finish your food by the time they were like yo it's time to go bro you ain't eating that like they're That's they're fuck. grabbing that shit and throwing that shit across the room. Damn. They didn't give a fuck, bro. Damn. And you weren't That's grabbing no food and bringing it to the cell or nothing. At least you got commie though. At this point you don't have commie though. Because oh, your shit hasn't like, transferred over and you uh, don't get the access to buying commie yet. So uh, but I mean but my cell had commie, so we were cool. I, like if I needed coffee or like cigarettes or anything like that, because now I'd been smoking with my other celly that was in county. So like, like Bull was originally like, "Yo, bro, if you if you, you do you smoke," and I was just like, "I don't super smoke, but like I've been smoking since my last celly, so I I smoke now." And with all dealing with all the stress and the bullshit of like dealing with st- state prison and shit, like I was smoking like a fucking chimney. So he's just like, all right, bro. Like, you just buy me a kite. Like, I'm cool. You like, you got it. I got it. You got it. So, right. so dumb dude was dumb cool. Like, I don't know where he's at now, but if I yeah. if I could, shout out to that guy. I don't remember fucking name. Bald headed fucking fucking white dude. Super he's dumb. On the cool. ground. Probably on the ground. probably got another DUI and probably upstate getting the shit pushed in. But uh, shout out to that guy. But uh, yeah, he was my the, that was the that was the situation at first, and then uh, he ended up getting moved to the other side of the prison because once like once it's once you're there for a certain amount of time, like because they're fast tracking people trying to move people into the next prison and all that type of shit, uh, you got to get moved over to the lifers block, which is A block. I was on D block, so he gets moved. Then I get a young black bull. Who he is a hundred percent with these shits. He's a Muslim young black kid. Uh, he's with the shits. Uh, like bull immediately when he gets to the, like the jail, another young Muslim bull gives him a fucking shank. And yeah, then, like, see? he becomes my celly, and like, uh, 
Like, I'm just like, I'm, I'm cool with them. I'm like, yo, bro, like, because now I have Kami, so I, I share the same hospitality that I've been showing. Of course, yeah. I you don't want to get stabbed. Some, some smoke and shit like that. And then, like, Bull's like, yo, bro, like, this shit's crazy out here, isn't it? Turn you into a shish kebab. Yeah, I mean, possibly, but, I mean, I never yeah. got to that point with him. Yeah, I was I know, always cool. You're out here, you're out here <laughs> giving up food. You're out here paying for your protection. I mean, I guess so. I didn't think of it at that time because I was just like, at the time, like, the hospitality thing had been been burned to me. Like, yo, when you, once your guy comes here and you got a celly on the block, like, when he first gets here, he ain't going to be able to have shit. So, like, and, like, them trays and shit, they ain't, ain't all that. So, like, if you, if I got it, you can have some of it too, bro. Like, I'm 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 down to share. We're we're both prisoners, so I'm down to share. But then Bull's like, yo, bro, like I got people after me. I got a I got a knife and shit like that. And I'm like, bro, you got a knife in this cell? Like, this is wild. You gotta need to get rid of that shit. I ain't trying to go to fucking to the fucking hole in Greaterford because you got a knife. So, like, we ended up getting to talking, and uh. We talk for a minute. He ends up seeing it the way that I'm seeing it. Like, I'm just like, bro, you're only here for a certain amount of time. Like, you're only in jail for so long. Why prolong your stay in state prison? Fucking one slip up and you get stabbed in your fucking kidneys. So, uh, you might only be here for three months. Well, it only Yeah, but if you get stabbed in your kidneys, like, just because you have another knife doesn't mean that you didn't just get stabbed in your kidneys. I know, but you but you're saying like, oh, bro, why have a knife? Why prolong your time if you get caught for it? Well, because it only takes two two seconds to get stabbed, and yeah, yes, I, mean, I might I only be here for I, a I little bit, but I understood his take on it and like the fact that he needed like he thought he needed protection, but like you're on a block of people who are leaving this block. Like, granted, I understand like you you feel like you need protection, but like from from just me observing you, nobody on this block giving a fuck about you, bro. So. But either way, he ended up getting rid of the knife. Um, he ended up seeing it my way. He was just like, yeah, bro, like, I'm trying to get back out to, to my kids and, like, my, 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 my wife's, my wives at the time. So, which, which was my first introduction to Muslims. And, like, that crazy-ass shit. Because, like, he was like, yeah, bro, like, we got, like, six, I got, like, three wives. And I'm like, huh? You got three girls out there? You're treating all of them bitches the same? That shit's crazy, bro. I couldn't do, I couldn't imagine doing that shit with one chick. I gotta do that shit with all three? And Like, that's the thing with Muslims, is that, like, the thing with Muslims is that, like, if you're a dude... With multiple wives, you need to treat every single one of those wives the same. So impossible. That's what how my thought was, and like I was like, that's wild and crazy. I was so like, but like he was telling me like, yeah, man, like if I buy an apartment for one of them, I got a part apartment for all of them. And I'm like, that's wild, bro. He's just like, yeah, this is my religious belief. And I'm just like, all right, bro, whatever, do you. I ain't doing that shit. But, yo, you see these pigeons out here? These pigeons be looking like chickens, bro. But, so. And, uh, yeah, then then I got moved off of that cell block. I got moved off the D block with him. 
And then I got moved over to A block, which is the lifers block. And that shit was way more fire. So then my first celly, which uh, this bull that uh, was there for an attempted murder, my man Ralph, I think. Ralph or Raph, one of those two. He was dumb cool. He was dumb cool. I I played come to cards with him on the uh on the other block. Uh he was he was going somewhere. Um uh, me and him busted up, played cards in the cell, ate some food, made some cheese cheese together, we were chilling. Then uh then then he got moved up the block, so then I got the bottom bunk. And then I got uh my man uh I don't remember his name. But he was apparently cool with um Fiasco. No, no. He was cool with somebody famous though. He, did you ever watch Grandma's Boy? Never even heard of it. Nick have you ever heard of the actor Nick Schwartzen? Yeah, He's a comedian. Yeah. yeah. You've heard of him? Yeah, heard of him. Yeah, so this was his homie. Got it. Nick Schwartzen was right. his homie. So, like, he had mad, funny, crazy-ass stories. So, we would just bust it up in the cell. And then, uh, eventually, he got moved off the block. So, then, I met my man, Phil. Phil was another dude from around the area and shit. And then, uh... Phil. Phil, Phil is, uh, Phil... His name is Phil Lynch. I don't okay. know if we need to believe that. You can probably find him. Um, I don't really care. I work with a guy named Phil. Real skinny nope. white bull, fucking. Oh no! Yeah, he's a skinny white bull. I got Our to talking to him. I'm like, yo, skin guy that's twenty years old. Yeah, no, this is way too. Twenty-one, actually, just turned twenty-one. You never know; people could go back in time. You don't know people's capabilities and stuff. Yeah, I mean, I guess so. That's that's totally possible. I don't know if he'd want to go back. I mean, possibly. I don't know. I met him, and then uh, he brought the uh, the. <laughs> thing to my eyes that uh a chick that Black I was dating better. before I went to jail uh her sister he dated her or he was fucking with her then I found out that that chick ate ass so that was cool so we we got to conversating and we found common ground we were like I was like yo like who do people you know and then he told me and then he found out like he was like yeah I was dating this chick Rebecca, and uh, she ate my booty hole. Yeah, she ate my booty hole. I was like, bro, she ain't your booty hole. And then like, I was like, that's wild. I never thought that she was just like, yeah, bro. I was just, I was just chilling. I went over to her crib. She started giving me a blowy, and then she put my legs up like I was a fucking baby, and just started going to town on my shit. Dog, I'd have kicked her right in the fucking face. (laughs) (laughs) He was with it though. He was with it. And I was like, this is a wild-ass bull. I would have screamed I gotta protect this motherfucker. right in her face. That's that's how I felt about the situation. I was like, you're a wild-ass dude. That's right. Fucking... Well, I mean, if, unless no, he liked no, it. Rape. Which he liked well, it. Oh, yeah. I, 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 still, I would still consider it rape. Yeah, pretty much. But then I found that that's out, and rape. I was like, this is wild. So then we're spending a little time. Then it comes around to it being his birthday. I'd been on this block for almost about four or five wow. months now at this time. So Hey, just just a service announcement real quick. Uh, any of you bitches out there. 
If any of you bitches even think about licking my ass, so I'm screaming rape and I'm sending you bitches to jail. Well, just none know of that. those bitches know what you look like as of right now because you ain't even. Uh, I'm just camp, telling so. you for future reference, and you bitches even think about trying <laughs> shit. Rape, you hoes is going to jail for rape. 100%, bro. That's just wild. <laughs> okay, go ahead. But, but that, anyways, then, 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 then that brings the spice story. So, uh, yeah, yeah, I had a couple Sally's at this time. Actually, I had my man Tuna who hopped in there, who was the flabby. He was pretty much the, the skinny version of Fat Bastard. It was before Phil. Uh, uh, I don't remember if I told him about him. Tuna, Tuna was the dude. He made the firest fucking food, bro. He his name made, is Tuna. Yeah, bro. He made this fire cold tuna casserole with soups, tuna and shit. And like we were we were both fit there was an equal split on the food and shit like that. Um But anyways, getting back to the Phil story. So we get to Phil. Phil's my celly. Um we're chilling. So then he comes around to his birthday. He's like, yo, bro, like my man Boston down the down the hall said he can get a spice. And I've been smoking spice before I've been going to prison because like uh, I smoked a bit of, bit of that fake weed just to uh to get high and shit. So I'm just like, yeah, bro, get some of that spice. Let's let's smoke a spice fucking joint in this this cell. So he gets the spice joint. I'm and also I tell him I'm like, yo, bro, like this shit can get real crazy. Like like I'll, I'll be here to guide you through this spice trip that we about to take. Right. So he gets the spice joint, and one night we get done eating our little chi-chi or whatever, and uh, this is probably about eight or nine o'clock. I don't remember what time they did the, like the the count and like they shut down the block, but uh, I know when we decide to blow down this spice joint, that uh, the normal lifers of the block they're out on the fucking block, like they're all chilling, doing playing cards, making the phone calls, and. Doing whatever, catching rack, watching TV and shit like that. So we're smoking that shit, and that shit hit me way different. This shit hit me like a ton of bricks, bro. So I immediately get super paranoid. I immediately take out my little cardboard box. I start putting all my shit into it. I start putting anything that's in the cell loose into this cardboard box. I put zip up my fucking onesie, my fucking jumpsuit. And like normally in the cell, you don't wear your boots. I strap my boots up. I tie them bitches all the way to the top. I'm just like, yeah, I look at him and we're we're both high <laughs> as shit. We're I'm looking right at him. I'm like, yo, bro, they coming for us. <laughs> you know, they were, I don't know if you hear what's going on in that block. But the block knows what's going on. We come, it's over for us, bro. We're going straight to the hole. It's over. Like I, it's been, it's been nice knowing you, bro. But it's over for us. So then he gets dumb paranoid. He's like, "Yo, bro, like what the fuck? Fucking, I'm sitting there thinking. I'm like, "Yo, bro, you don't hear that shit out in the block? I'm just start being paranoid in my head, thinking the block's like, "Yo, bro, who's blowing that shit out on the block?" Who's smoking that shit right now? No window open or nothing? That's crazy. So I'm fucking paranoid. I got my all my shit's blocked up. I'm sitting on my bunk like this. Like this, ready to go. Ready for, ready for this CEO to knock on this door and being like, yo, what's going on in there? 
Here we go. Here we go, officer. Take these hands. <laughs> we are guilty. We are guilty. <laughs> so then he climbs right up in his bunk, curls up like a little ball with his boots strapped on. He he ties on his boots extra tight, Nazi tight, you know, six six all six fucking rings fucking rigged up, ready to go. Fucking climbs right up in his bunk. Fucking CEO started going by the door. Fucking little blonde haired chick goes fucking right by the door. Chilling. I'm just like, yo, bro, they're going to wait till they turn off the lights and then they're going to come get us. We're both paranoid as shit up in this block. Up in this cell. They never came. They never came. That is fucking wild. I want to say the next day, they knock on the door at like 3 in the morning. They're like, yo, you're coming out of here. You're going moving up to the next prison. So then I dap him up real quick. All right, man, it's been nice knowing you. <laughs> then I hop on a bus and I go off to the next prison. Which, I don't know if anybody's ever seen the Camp Hill riots of from back in the day. But... I'm now in, stuck in a room of a whole different type of people. I don't know any of these people. Um, I'm just pretty much f- trying to find somebody I talk to on the block or I've seen them. Look lunch. familiar. Yeah, look kind of familiar. Like, all right, I'll chop it up with them talking about this crazy ass shit. Talking like, yo, what about that fucking bus ride, bro? Like, yeah, the motherfucker next to me stank. Stank like you- a fucking pile of dicks. How many uh how many Asians do you do you think you saw while you during your time? Prisoners? Yeah, prisoners. Not a single one, bro. Yeah, you don't think I, that's a little suspect? A little odd. Yeah, like you like it's just odd that Asians can come over here and not commit crimes on like that type of crazy scale to where like you know you see them enough in jail. Like I'm pretty sure there was probably an Asian or two in there cuz just statistically, but yeah, I mean, there probably was. I never saw one though. Never yeah, saw one. Never conversated with one. You never, see, you never really see Asians when you watch like a Sixty Days In or any any jail documentary of just a shitty jail. You just don't see Asians at all. Like they just don't commit crimes. But I guess that makes sense though, because they come from China and shit, where it's super super strict. So like coming over. This is all I don't. I have to do to not go to jail. Oh, this is fire! I can easily do this. Yeah. So I mean, then then I'm chilling. Yeah, it was definitely dumb. It was definitely dumb suspect. Like then, that's when I get introduced to like, uh, we're actually on the block of like the CEOs talking shit on like child rapers and shit like that. Because then they would get put in the private custody and they would get put in their own cell. But then like the CEOs would be like, "Yo, let this block know." that these baby rapers and or cop killers were uh, coming to them so that way they can handle them. <laughs> and I was like, this is wild. Yeah. I was like, these dudes are in for a wild fucking experience. So, yeah. Because your, your, first, your first intake of Camp Hill, you get put on and you sit there for probably like six or eight hours um, they talk to you about like, Hey, how's your mental health doing? Like, how are you holding up? And you're, I mean, I'm like, Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm chilling. I mean, I know, I know I'm here. So 
Like, I gotta make the best of the situation, I guess, kinda. So, I'm chilling. Whatever. Um, so, then they take you from the intake block. And then they take you to this building. Which is a, is actually uh, a building that was funded by the DuPonts. From when one of the DuPonts was, was a prisoner there. At Camp Hill uh, Prison. And this place is crazy like state of the art of like it's got like airlock doors and like all that type of shit like it'd be looking like a can't like it looks kind of like um they're like a little bit bigger version of county jail prison cells but you got like an airlock door so anytime that joint opens is yeah fucking then the door opens yeah crazy sound Which is there when then I got put on the block with my man Adam Shock. Jesus Christ. Adam Shock. This is the dude. Have you ever seen the movie Air Bud? (laughs) Yeah, I don't remember it other than the dog, but yeah. Exactly, though. This dude was the breeder of the puppies of Air Buddies. Oh, shit. And he was a dog breeder. So this is my Sully. And, like, he was totally cool with taking the top bunk because he was a bigger dude. Right. And, like, he got the bat- top bunk. I took the bottom bunk. And uh, we were just conjave stories, and he would tell me wild-ass fucking stories. He was mad funny. Like, so he was a bid. It was a what total was bid. For? I think it was for drug-related because I'm pretty oh, okay. sure he was, like, big into either, like, meth or PCP yeah. at the time. Because he had this wild-ass story where he was getting chased by the cops, quotations, and, like, the, uh, like, he had a police chopper chasing him and all this types of shit, but, like, they were never there, and, like, he ran through, like, a pottery barn or some yeah. sort of crazy-ass shit, and then, like, ran into a river and, like, swam a half a mile down this river, <laughs> getting away from this police God chopper damn. that was getting away from him. That was trying That's to chase him and shit. So, That's yeah, wild. then I met him, which was dumb wild, because I was like, damn, bro, I'm in here with a celebrity of airbuds. Yeah, right? Yeah, he's like, yeah, God. man, when I get when I get out of jail, I'm going to make another, I'm going to make this job, I'm going to buy some land, and I'm going to get a kennel, and I'm going to get, I'm just going to be breeding these show dogs, breeding show dogs. I mean, and I was like, all right, my funny. man. So then, then we get moved off of that block, which is which that block was wild because like, like the shower situation was dumb, stupid. Like you only got like thirty seconds to a minute to shower, so like you had to be in your cell with this other bull. You both had to have your towels wrapped up around you, and then you had to hit the sink. You had to hit the sink so that way you could wash your hair or your beard or any fucking shit. And you'd have to pre-soap, pre-soap, so then you'd walk to the fucking, to the wash line covered in soap and shit, so that way you could pretty much go to the fucking shower, fucking soap up, and like, like quickly hit your, hit your fucking main priority parts, and fucking wash off, and then like hit the towel and go back to the cell. Be quick with it. Yeah, you gotta be dumb quick quick with it. it. You gotta take military showers. You're in there for like... 
30 seconds to 45 seconds before they call hey, another motherfucker. Hey, I mean, that's all, that's all a longer shower should take. Yeah, I mean, niggas out here would be taking 20-minute, 30-minute hour showers. Right, what are you yeah. doing in there? Stop playing I mean, around. Yeah, unless you're jerking your meat in the shower, you shouldn't be in there for more than fucking three minutes or two yeah. minutes. So, get clean and get out. 100%. So, so then, we, then we move off that block, which then, if anybody has watched the Camp Hill riots... You know that like half the prison burned down in the eighties, but you still had three blocks, A, B, and C, which was the old considered the old side of the prison, which is where your boy gets sent to. Your boy gets sent to the old side of B block, or whatever or so. So, I get put into this fucking. I go from this state of the art nice fucking, um high security fucking prison youth cell to this thing has not seen like feels like it hasn't seen people in it since the 40s like old clunky metal ass bar doors um you got oil radiator heating and you got these two beds that are bunk beds that are made out of like you like it's pretty much just you and steel. Yeah. So, and you got these butt, like these drafty ass windows, and the block is cold as shit. And I'm there during like the middle of winter time, or like the fall to winter time. So, and then I get this, this, this Sally, his name is Mike. Mike? Yeah, Mike from South Philly, I think. I think he's from South Philly. He's from the Philly area. Muslim dude, I think. Pretty sure he's Muslim. I think. But uh I can't remember exactly whether or not he's a Muslim or not. But hey, either way, this matter. is the dude that at nighttime I would like poke his brain and see like how he is about life. And then we would always get into an argument. Because he would have the same conversations as like as as you would, just like dinosaurs don't exist. Or, like, he would no. be like, okay, whatever. But uh, he would be like, yo, man, like, I was coming down to South Philly, coming to pick up bitches from Fat Tuesdays on my horse. And okay. I was like, there's there's no fucking way, bro. I had been down South Philly so many times. I've never in my life seen a black guy roll up to some bitches on a horse on South Street. I'm like, you're out of your fucking mind, bro. You're not rolling up to people on horses. You're not picking up bitches on horses. Got so, it. and like, apparently the block got a real kick out of me and his conversation. We got told by a couple CEOs a couple times, like, yo, y'all need to go to fuck to sleep. Because y'all are up here, it's 2 a.m. in the morning, and y'all are yelling at each other. Yeah, fuck you, CEO. <laughs> so, but we would have some fun. And we that was my celly there. And then uh then there was a time where the one bull got put on blast on the block because he was a child raper and somebody caught word about it. So then we had a trial on the block. Yeah, as of, you should. Which yeah, which was as he as we should. And uh he had to tell his story and uh then we had to hear his celly story on why he lets this kid this this dude fucking be on his in his cell fucking just living life 
at the time, yep. too. So both of those guys caught wreck. Um, that's when the first time I ever heard dude getting raped on, on the block. Well, that shit was crazy. Yeah, it, it's exciting at first until like then 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 it then then it's not cool anymore. And you hear the bull fucking like screaming for his life, screaming for the CEOs, and uh like, oh no, no, what are you doing? Stop it. Oh and yeah, yeah, that shit was wild. And then uh as I'm chilling there. Another, and then I'm walking to sell, like walking to Chow, Chow one one day, and uh, but one like what they do is they call blocks in and out, so like as a block's coming out, a block is going in, like you're sitting in line waiting for Chow, so like I'm chilling in line in, in line, and like this bull's walking out of Chow and sees this other bull, and fucking pulls his fucking shit right out. And fucking slashes dude fucking neck right in line. So dude's fucking holding on to his throat, fucking leaking like crazy blood Great all Kool-Aid over the place. Everywhere. Yeah, it's but all over the ground. Red Kool-Aid all over the ground. Fuck up, man. Bro, that shit Fuck was crazy, up. bro. I was like, oh shit, yo, shit is gone. Fucking yo, blood up. all over the place. Uh, that was happened to my homie Craig. He was up in uh, Fed, and uh, he was walking out of the the Chow Hall, and um, they had they had whites on, and um, he just said he just started feeling like like drops of wetness hit him, and he just looked down and he was he saw red, and he was like, "Oh shit!" Like ketchup or fucking Kool Aid or something or whatever, and uh, he looks, he turns around and. Dude's holding his fucking neck, but blood is just squirting out of his neck like a fucking, uh, like a volcano, and yeah. uh, bull, bull ends up dropping on the ground and uh, dying Probably right dying there. there. Yeah, yeah. yeah this is real, bro. This is crazy. And you yeah. know what's crazy <laughs> is that like the CEOs are just like, yeah, keep going. Yeah, go to chat. Yeah. Let's go. We'll yeah, take this bull to medical. It'll be fine. It'll be whatever. So then you go, you eat your tray. You come back. Fucking chill. Go out to your little tarmac fucking pad of a yard, which was fucking disgusting. It was just a piece of tar that with like fences around it and like a pull-up bar and a dips bar. So I didn't. I don't think I worked out for like shit for those three months of being there. I can't like that. Like they don't even care about the inmates. Like you just seen a nigga get stabbed and possibly die. Like hey, yeah, they don't even fuck, counselor. Anybody need to talk to anybody? <laughs> nah, just yeah, keep no. Going. Go get food, bitch. Yeah, they don't. They don't give a fuck. They don't give a flying fuck whether how you feel about any of that. They're like, yeah, Yo, y'all just see that? Yeah, yeah, that can happen here. Just so y'all know. Yeah. So, well, uh, yeah. So then, then, then I got moved over to. Uh, then I got put on a bus. Uh, before my man Mike, shout out to Mike. If you out there riding horses. Picking up bitches in street. Hit me up. But, uh... Yeah, then I get put on a bus and ride for another four hours listening to nothing but bullshit. It was usually either bullshit music or Howard Stern, which was kind of lit. Then they dropped me off in my uh, home prison, which was like uh, Laurel Highlands out there in Pittsburgh, on top of a fucking 
mountain, bro. On Let top of it. a fucking mountain. Trying to fucking cool kill scene. me. Huh? Cool views. At least you had cool, cool scenes, cool views. Yeah, I mean, I will say that. Like, I had cool cellies. I had cool views. Pretty much, I got to see, like, all of all of Pennsylvania, pretty much. I mean, Camp Hill was in very cool views. Uh, besides the giant oh, cockroaches. Just, I'm just talking about the one on the mountain because you're on. Yeah, elevator. the one on the mountain was dope. Yeah. The one on the mountain was dope because it was like you were either getting dropped at Laurel Highlands or you were getting dropped off at uh, Pittsburgh, and Pittsburgh was even farther. So, yeah. I would any time to get off that bus early. Get me off this fucking bus, bro. This shit's drawn because your because your hands are shackled to your fucking feet. So you're That's fucking tall. sitting there like a fucking ball in this, yeah. like, in literally a two, like, a two Indian man cell that's on a bus. That's so wrong. So you're shoulder to shoulder, and, like, he's pressed up against the window. You're pressed up against the fucking cage, and it's, like, four in the morning, and you're trying to fucking, like, nap or sleep, and the bus driver's got, like, Howard Stern or, like, Serious fucking metal station blasting on the bus, kind of like you know any fishing trip that we've gone on with your dad. Just the blasting music. So, and then uh, then I get put in my home jail, and uh, yeah, I mean that shit was dumb chilling. Pretty much story pretty much ends there. I just spend the next. 16 months there, I think, pretty much. Chilling. So. Fucking time. Long fucking time. Yeah, I mean, it seems like it, it was, it was, it seemed like an eternity, and it was an eternity being up there. Yeah, I mean, I met, I met some cool people. I met, met some people that, like, I met, met was one kid who uh, got, ended up getting caught up. Uh, ended up taking some shit from another guy, getting his mouth fucked and shit in the library. That was cool. Met a bunch of cool Muslims. Since I had the beard and I was in prison, I was always getting the Muslim fucking, uh, like, hello, which was, uh... Amdu Allah. Yeah, Amdu Allah. And I'd be like, hey, man, how was it going? Not Muslim, but that's dope. I'm dope, man, would you do it? (laughs) <laughs> no, my man Patch. My man Patch. I'm friends with him on Facebook. My man Patch. He was a real Native American guy. Had an eye patch the whole time. Jesus uh, Somebody fuck his eye socket. Uh, maybe. I don't know. Maybe before my time of meeting him. Would you fuck but, somebody's uh, eye socket? I don't think it would get as wet. Hey, I feel like it would part. be... Uh, <laughs> I don't think I would want to spit. I don't feel like you'd get the depth either. I'm doing it. You're fucking I'm somebody's eye socket? I'm fucking somebody's eye socket. You're just putting hey, your mushroom so- head right into his fucking eye socket? If there's somebody out there listening to this and you got an eye socket and you'll let me put, your, put my dick in it, please, please leave a comment <laughs> in the chat. I need to know. <laughs> I need to know. Because I'll do it. I don't give a fuck. I don't care. I I don't think I care if it's a dude or 
An eye socket's an eye socket. <laughs> Going in the title. I'll let people know. Jay's looking for one-eyed people. Why, why, why not? I'm definitely coming in that thing. Definitely You're going to come in their eyeball socket? 100%, bro. 100%? You don't think that'd be fire? Oh, my God. That'd be lit. <laughs> oh, my God. Talk about goals niggas have, yo. <laughs> Bro, oh my god. I thought you were fucking shitting in somebody's mouth was wild. Like, fucking somebody's eye socket to the po- point that you come in it is. Yes. Definitely <laughs> wild, bro. That's goals. Oh, definitely my god. wild. This is definitely getting clipped at oh, this that's... point. 100% getting clipped. I think that would be incredible. I don't know. I feel like it would just be dry. Like I feel like like their tear ducts aren't going to make enough lubrication to get assholes aren't lubricated, but that don't stop nobody from putting a dick in it. That's different though, because like no, it's not. No, yeah, yeah, it is. Because mm-hmm. assholes do make their own lubrication. Oh, no, they don't. Yes, they do. No, they do not. No, they do not. Oh well, then I'm gonna have to talk to my girl then, because that should be getting wet. At the, at, towards the end of it. <laughs> no, yeah, no, that's why in uh, pornos there's always lube. Cause, uh, yeah, but those uh, guys are packing, bro. We ain't packing out here. But there's just no. It's just because there's it. There's just it's just the asshole doesn't create. Uh, Pretty sure it creates some sort of lubrication. I'm not gonna Google it right now, but I'll, I'll uh, not I'll like afterwards. Uh, like there's a there's a lubrication just to pass poop, but as far as like a lubrication, the way the vagina creates yeah yeah, more yeah it's, wetness, not, it's definitely yeah, not the that's, same, but right, it, so it, there's something. Saying. Yeah, but that 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 something's a, is a nothing. You're easily tearing a chick's asshole. With oh yeah, you're definitely tearing her asshole. Lube. Yeah, so you know, I I don't think you'd have that problem with with an eye socket unless you're fucking. I don't know how big it, how how what's the diameter of an eye socket. So I don't think the depth of an eye socket is getting that that. Like, I don't think you're packing a whole meat. I don't into know how, an eye socket. I don't know how deep a skull is, but we'll figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, on that one, we're gonna end the pod. So good night, everybody, and enjoy. And I hope you enjoyed the stories. It's been fun.